Welcome to the Obsessed or Not Interested podcast. I am your host, Mindy Wender-Querio, and I'm a small town go-to girl next door who is obsessed with helping others see more for themselves so they can thrive in all areas of life. I love researching all the things like wellness, mindset, relationships, you name it. If I'm obsessed with it, I get hyper-focused on it and I research the crap out of it, and then I share it with you. If those are things that you're also obsessed with, then keep listening and let's become new best friends. Welcome guys to another episode of the Obsessed or Not Interested podcast. So today was such a fun episode because I got to interview one of my best friends. This is a topic that we have talked about with each other, just like how our fitness routines and like what we're doing now at this age has changed so much since when we were in our 20s. All right, so let me just explain more and give you a little more background on Tara. She is a wife and mom of three. She wears many hats. She started as a teacher in Connecticut for over 10 years, and then she started her side gig with Beachbody. So basically, she found my video on YouTube. We clicked, and she wrote me on social media, and the rest is history. She joined my business, and I was able to mentor her. And she's just one of those people that if she's passionate about something and she wants to serve other people, which she is passionate about wellness and fitness and helping other women, she just took off. So she ended up being able to retire as a teacher to grow her super successful wellness business, all on social media, by the way. Now she's still growing her wellness business as she's working as a head administrator at a school for children with language-based learning difficulties in Florida. So Tara and her husband, TJ, are originally from Connecticut, as I said, but they were led to move to Florida for ministry. They are leaders at their church in Southwest Florida. And like last but not least, definitely not least, I love TJ so much. He's a really good friend of mine as well. She helps her husband with his luxury real estate business in Southwest Florida. So let's just get right into it and see what Tara has to say about fitness over 40. Welcome to the Obsessed or Not Interested podcast. I'm your host, Mindy Wonder Aquario, and I have my bestie on the pod today. And we're going to talk about fitness. I hate even to say this, but fitness over 40. Mm-hmm. But before we get into that, I'm going to have you, Tara. So this is my bestie, Tara Bilek. Why don't you share your story with everybody? Okay, I'd love to. I'm so excited about this. And like Thank how you, you got into having... fitness, too. Share that. Okay. Thank you for having me on. I feel yeah. so privileged. <laughs> We're so cool <laughs> with our mics. We're all professional. <laughs> so my name is Tara Bialik. I am. I met Mindy about I would say ten years ago, but before that, I got into fitness because I gained the fresh. I gained freshman forty, and I was an athlete in high school. But then when I went to college, I didn't move and ate a lot, drank a lot, and had to make some changes. So I just basically learned fitness through trial and error. And it was really walking. That was like my key. That was, I walked around the college campus at night when no one can see me because I was really upset about the way I was looking and feeling. And then I started research nutrition. And fast forward, I decided to go transfer schools, went into nutrition, became a nutritionist, 
And fitness just evolved from there. I met Mindy 10 years ago when I saw her on YouTube (laughs) and was like, this girl's so cool. Like I could totally be your best friend. And if she's doing this fitness thing and we, I joined with the company that she was a part of, I'm like, if she can do this, I can too. And we started working together back then and became really good friends And my fitness journey has changed a lot since when I started out for sure. Since after those college years, it's changed a lot. Yeah. And I think we can all relate to that. So can you just tell me, I probably know this because we were probably the same. So tell me what your fitness routine looked like once you got, like you said, once you got into fitness and started trial and error, what did that look like? Like what kind of workouts were you doing? I think back then I started with walking just because I was 40 pounds overweight. So I couldn't do heavy, hardcore stuff, but from there it evolved. So a lot of times when we get into fitness, we're starting to lose weight. We end up like upping the ante because we need to start challenging ourselves. So after that, I got into kickboxing, which I still love in moderation, but I would do it like five to six times a week. I was weight training. I was still walking. So It really, like, I became almost obsessed with working out because it was like this way for me to feel good. Your endorphins are up. You have that, like that high. And I was loving the way I was looking because I was looking super fit. So I was really putting in the time, the effort. It was like hardcore back then paired with healthy eating and all that. So I was really quote unquote, living up my athlete days again. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And then, and I can relate to that because, because we partnered with that same company and we represented products that were very like intense, very Mm. intense workouts. So when you say kickboxing, did you like get into some, just so you guys know, we partner with uh, the company Beachbody that's now called body. So Mm. when you were doing those workouts, what type of, a lot of people do these Beachbody workouts so they can understand, but what were some of the beach body workouts that you did? So I started with P90X, which was great, but yeah. I was also doing less. We had a partnership with Les Mills, which was a boot camp slash kickboxing type of style. So I was doing a lot of that. And then Insanity Max 30 came along. So we there, the workouts were intense. Mm-hmm. They were really hard on your joints, which Back then, like I was like, the more, the better, the more, the better. And it was like this thing, like I was always craving more of it back then. And that my body could handle it back then. I'm not saying 40 is, oh my God, you are going to need a walker and all that. But (laughs) there are things that change and your priorities do change. Totally. Yeah. And it's not so much about, we're not saying that what we did was bad. I actually think it's conditioned us so that we are I call myself an athlete still today. I'm 39 years old. I think that, so if you're younger listening to this, we're not saying to stay away from that. We're just sharing our journey and what we were doing in our twenties, what changed even in our thirties. And now what's working for Tara is going to share in a second here. We're going to get really deep into this because we go on tangents about this when we talk back and forth personally as friends. And we both see, we click on this and agree so on every level of how we have changed. So yeah, so a lot of things that we were doing, we're not saying it's bad, but we were a lot of jumping. 
and plyometrics. Yeah. Just, and even with less mills, you were doing, explain a little bit about that, like for weight training wise, were the moves dangerous or could they? Yeah. You know, you're throwing up the boot camp ones, you're throwing up lots of weight. You're also doing lots of reps, but they're fast. Yeah. It's okay if you have the proper movement down, but a lot of times we don't. And that's when you do see injury. It's your posture's off or you're not, your form is way off. And what happens there is you're repeating this constant movement. And you, that's when you see injury. That's when you see shoulder injury. That's when you see back injury, knees, all of it, foot, ankles, roll, all of the things. Yeah. And especially for us, because we are two people that still to this day, for the last 15 years for me, 10 years for you, we are definitely people that work at, we love to work out at home. That's our gym because we're, you have three kids. I have five kids. We're running businesses. We're doing all these things. It's just easier for us to fit it in if we work out at home. But because of that, like Tara's saying, we don't have the mirrors to see and like a trainer watching us and stuff like that. So it is injury can happen. And then as you get older, you just got to look at your goals. So why don't you share with us what, how has your goals changed fit in the fitness, in your fitness area of your life? How have your goals changed from even in your thirties to now? Yeah. And I think it's really important because I, a lot of times I believe we're looking to achieve these things, this physique. And we want to, I do, I see women lifting when they're in their seventies. I'm like, that's exactly where I want to be. But you really have to take in consideration, okay, how, what are my goals? What are my goals right now? How do I, what am I willing to do to achieve them? Okay. And a lot of times those workouts, okay, I'm going to just name off a few. We're just going to get down to it because I have a lot of people that I know and even family that are into CrossFit. And I do love, like, there's pieces of it that it works for people, like the competitiveness, the community. A lot of times it's the community and that they're competitive with each other and themselves to beat a time and all of that. But I've seen all, I'm saying all of my family members become injured from these from CrossFit or a type of workout program that's really intense that you're throwing up a bunch of weight and that you're doing it over and over. I've seen my, my cousin get, have to have shoulder surgery, knees, like a lot of things like that. And that's the thing. It's, I love that piece of it, but am I willing to put my body through hell in order to achieve being super strong and being able to push a car or whatever your goal is. You know what I'm saying? Totally. I am. I do. I love, love insanity max 30. Okay. Love it. But I'll tell you something, my body, my knees, after I do a program like that, it's not good. And if that's going to prevent me from doing my normal daily things, even taking a walk with a dog or feeling good, I'm not willing to do that. Mm -mm. So I think that's the key. It's we have to find something that works for our body where we're still seeing great results, but we feel good and our body is functioning properly and we're not ending up and there's nothing wrong. I love the chiropractor and I believe in it 100%, but it's not an twice a week thing. We're not having to do all of the other things like the physical therapy. 
physical therapy. And then what is that doing to your quality of life? That's the thing. So right now, what I have been doing, so I, I do some high impact stuff, but I keep it to one to two times a week. So it's not that constant. Like I love kickboxing. Don't get me yeah. wrong. I love doing some like insanity max, like T25 type of work where you're using a step, you're jumping a little bit and stuff like that. I love that, but I'm doing it less often. I'm walking a lot because I feel like it's such an underrated exercise. You could do it anywhere. And it's so good for you and Mm -hmm. mentally so good for you. And I'm lifting and that's it. And with my body type, and I'll just say this, and Mindy's a little bit different and we can talk about this a little bit. Mm -hmm. My body type, if I lift heavy and I have in the past for years, I get bulky. And I know everyone's like, women don't get bulky. Okay. It depends on your body type. Sure. I am very like, I could develop muscle quickly and I'm very thick on the bottom where I lift heavy in my legs. They're, my jeans aren't fitting. And really that's not the look. That's not where I want to go. I rather be lean, fit, agile, athletic, looking healthy and not destroying myself. So I lift medium weight but more repetition. And there will be some days where I'll go heavier, like one time a week, I'll go heavier, or maybe do a cycle where it's one week I'm lifting heavy, the other three weeks of the month, I'm not. So you can't, cause you want to develop strength. You are developing strength, even with high reps and a medium weight by the end of my reps, I feel it. It's not like I'm like, oh, I could go 20 more. That's not what I'm saying about not lifting heavy. You're just not lifting where you can't get. And then your back is swaying and you're all over the place. Your form is still right. Totally. So many things that I want to say about all that, that you said, I I agree with so much of what you said. And I just want to address the CrossFit thing because we are not bashing it. This is just for, because So here we talk a lot about goals on this show. So this is a prime example is fitness. If your goals are to get what CrossFit will give you, Mm -hmm. then that's the workout for you. If your Mm -hmm. goals aren't to get, to to have all the things that Tara was just saying, those aren't her goals. So to her, she had to weigh out her priorities. Tara, we have to weigh out our priorities. Do we want to be at the chiropractor? Do we want to be doing these things? Sometimes the pleasure of CrossFit outweighs the pain. You know what I'm saying? We talk about that a lot and that's okay. I'm actually going to have a friend of mine who's very into CrossFit on the show as well. And I'm going to interview her. Don't think that we're bashing CrossFit. We're just sharing. Now I'm 39 and you're in your forties and we're, so I just consider myself I'm 40 now because it's like my body is changing my, what my goals are changing. My priorities are changing when it comes to fitness, just like Tara just said about herself. And so that's what we're saying. And the other thing I want to mention is the walking. You mentioned Mm -hmm. walking and you and I, when we voice memo back and forth, obviously we're best friends. We talk every single day. She's walking. Mm -hmm. When you're sending me a voice memo, you're usually walking. I can hear your breathing, Tara. (laughs) I have a desk treadmill at work and then, yeah. And all I'm doing is walking and working. And then I do walk in the evening. I feel like the, which is something that you can do easily and feel the benefits of. So yeah, let me ask you about this. When you go on those walks, are you by yourself? 
A lot of times, sometimes my boys still like to come along with mommy, <laughs> but if I'm by, it's actually good by myself a lot of times because I either listen to a podcast or I just pray. Like sometimes it's like, I just need all the noise to go away and I'm just going to walk with the dog and pray. And I always come back better than I started always, whether I had a stressful day or not, it's always better. Yeah. And that's, I was going to actually mention that, but I knew you would say that I knew it because you're so smart habit stacking. That's what you're doing. You're habit stacking. You're getting time with God or you're listening to a podcast or you're spending quality time. That's your top priority. I know your family is and God, those are your priorities. So not only with walking, the benefits of walking are insane. You need to just really believe us. Take, remember I said, don't be a sheep on one of the last episodes and do your own research. Mm -hmm. Definitely do your own research, but trust us at the same time. I'll tell you for those of you that may have some thick thighs, like I do, it definitely helps in leaning out your thighs. Yeah. Just walking, um, and it helps with digestion. So if mm-hmm. after a meal, you said you do it at night, are you doing it after dinner? There is studies show there's been studies done that shows that walking after you eat helps with digestion, bloating and inflammation. Oh, and it's just that. like, there's so many benefits. So the last thing I'm going to say, and then I have other questions for you is I watched this documentary. I can't even remember what it's called. It's on Netflix. And it was like, live to be a hundred or something like that. And he was hyper-focused and obsessed with figuring out like how these people around the world were living to be like, I don't know, 110 years old, like all these. So he went to the countries, the cities where they had like people living the longest. And he interviewed all these people in those communities. And it was like Italy. And this one town in Italy was they walk everywhere they go and they walk after dinner and they're it's a, uh, lots of hills in this one city that he was in, but it's like walking was the secret. Yeah. Eating clean food. Yeah. Like it, it, they go to the supermarket every single day and get things that like fresh foods and they're walking and their community spending mm-hmm. time with people. I know you said you, when you went for a walk the other day, you went with a, a friend. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. another thing, habit stacking. You can spend time and have relationships with people yeah. and friendships and say, let's go for a walk. So that's you're so good. That. Yes. And community feel. Yeah. And this is huge. If you are, if you have to, you want to get together with the girls or whatever, it doesn't always have to be or around drinks and food. Like you could say, Hey, let's go for a walk together. I'm telling you the conversations that you will have in that time. Plus you, you feel good after is, is awesome. Yeah. And I just was telling Tara before I started this podcast, I'm like, Oh, I had only had two glasses of wine last night at the girls' dinner. I went out to dinner with my girlfriends and I'm like, I just feel like not hungover guys, but I just feel like tired. So yeah. that changes too yeah. when you get close to 40. <laughs> right. Like, right. Let's go for a walk next time, guys. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like no wine on the walk either. <laughs> so anyway, I, I do have some tons of supplement recommendations when it comes to having a hangover, but I think the best recommendation is what Tara just said and go for a walk. walk. Yeah. Okay. So Tara mentioned this, but we do have different body types and we talk Mm -hmm. about this a lot. So, so what should somebody like me, what would you recommend me doing that was, it's different than yours because I have a different body type. So just so you guys know, I'm like tall, I'm more slender and I have a hard 
time gaining muscle. Mm -hmm. It's really hard for me. So what would you tell me, Tara? Honestly, like for you, I would say you can lift heavy. You can lift heavy properly. I'm not saying like throwing up, but you can definitely do a program that we have. Like we have lift four, lift more and just go all out. But also I do want to say this. I think Pilates is definitely underrated. I talk to a lot of women that, and instructors of Pilates, and they always say the ones that are teaching and have become instructors are the ones that have gotten injured in lifting, in competitions, all of that, because they love the gym. They love to work out, but they have seen injury after injury. So they end up doing Pilates and the muscle tone that you can get from a, a, pro, a workout like that is awesome, especially using the machine. Yeah, Crazy. I yeah. know. I always have wanted a Pilates machine and actually I've done Pilates because on through the company that we are representatives with and we partner with, they actually have this whole thing of like thousands of workouts and Pilates. they have Pilates workouts. And it's so good. And I try to mix that in. So this is what I do. So just to break down what I do with, for my body type, I have a harder time gaining muscle. I freaking am obsessed with lifting weights. Yeah. So I do a lot of lower reps, you know, 10 to 12 reps, but I'm lifting heavy. So I do things differently, but we both have the same goals. We just have to get there a, a little bit, tweak it yep. a little bit to get there a different way. So yep. I'm all about lifting and I'm all about walking. I love walking or doing on my spin bike. I do love doing the spin classes that get, I'm obsessed with those it's workouts. Her, yes. Yeah. Mental. I am obsessed with those workouts, like the high intensity workouts. You just feel so good. But I have to go back, like we talked about, and look at my priorities, my goals, and then what am I trying? I, I got to pick the workouts that will get me what I want, and then just mm -hmm. sprinkle those in there, and yeah. then just be careful that I'm not doing it because you can modify any move. You—that's what we. I was just gonna say. It's you don't have to jump up and down. You could do a yeah. step. There's so many modifications, which is huge. I agree. So I guess it's like we do similar things. And if I am doing like more of a high intensity thing, like I said, I'll modify the moves, but I'm doing very short cardio workouts, yeah. like hit workouts, yes. I get my heart rate up and then I recover up. So that's high intensity integral training. I do mm -hmm. that, but I do that after my lift workout. And then mm -hmm. I always end with abs doing like a short core workout. Yep. So that's what I do. And do you do a lot? How often do you do abs? It's in with, I, I probably a few times a week, but it's not, I always say with abs, like if you're lifting properly, you're yes. working your abs. Totally. If you're eating well, you're, that's most of it with your abs and then walking. If you're activating your core while you're walking, you're working your abs. It's like there, you don't necessarily have to do your crunches or your whatever, your planks and all that. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. I'm so happy that you said that because I remember talking to one of our mutual friends and I was like, oh my gosh, her core just completely transformed after pregnancy. And she just looked so good. I was like, what workout are you doing? And she's actually, I haven't, I'm not like focused really on abs. I'm just lifting heavy. And mm -hmm. these are the results. And I have, I'm not even like doing a sit up. So yeah. that is so true. Lifting is the fountain of youth mm -hmm. because as we age, we start to lose muscle fast. You know what I mean? So that's why, because, so if you're younger in your twenties or thirties, 
start lifting now. Don't wait until, okay, I'll do that later. I'm just going to do cardio every single day and run on a treadmill. Nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying, if you want to, um, 10X your goals, this is a faster way to get to your goals. Wouldn't you agree is like lifting and reducing cardio, but still having cardio, but lifting gets you to your goals faster. Mm -hmm. Yep. One million percent. Yeah. Muscle burns fat. So yeah, while you're doing nothing all day long, you yeah. want to have muscle on your body, and especially as you age, you're going to have, your skin's going to get a little looser. And so when you do have that muscle, it's, it actually helps it not look that way. Yes. Okay. So we were out to, we just hung out in Florida. I don't know, a couple of months ago, Tara and I did. And I was like, just staring at her arms, guys. Oh my God. Wasn't I? How many times did I ask you? Weirdo. Like, why, Tara? Why do your arms look like that? And then she this is when we got on this topic of -hmm. how she's adjusted her lifestyle in her workout Mm -hmm. and stuff. But her arms, dang, go stalk her on social media so you can see. (laughs) She doesn't like she's very humble. She's very okay. Okay, so wait, tell us, has your nutrition change mm. from when you were in your twenties and thirties to oh, right yeah. Now. Okay. How like twenties and thirties, it was all about like low calorie twenties was like low calorie and like fat free, fat free and all that. <laughs> so many chemicals in there. It's so gross. And then thirties was really like, that's when I started getting into low carb, which is actually good. But now it's gotten me to the point where now it's, I'm just eating whole foods. And the carbs that I do eat, they're in the form of like sweet potatoes, fruits. Like I don't follow keto or any of that stuff. I just stick with the foods that are least like preserved. And it's like, you can't get away from things like I'm what they're spraying on our fruit or what they're doing with all of that. But I'm just trying to do the best I can. And then obviously me, I eat meat, I eat fish. I believe that we have to increase our protein as we get older because we're losing a lot of it. So it's, I'm not going to mess around with that. I do believe eating a lot of pro more protein is going to help with your skin as well, your face, your muscle, everything. And it also keeps you full longer. So a lot of times, like if I'm going to eat carbs, it's going to be like pizza on pizza night. It's not like I'm saying no to everything, but I'm saying no to things that I'm like cupcake at a kid's birthday party, which I don't even like the flavor. I'm not going to eat it for what? Not worth it. You know what I'm saying? It's not worth it. Not not interested. If I'm going to have something good, I'm going to have something good. Yeah. I'm going to have dill pickle chips. Old Dutch, not Lay's old Dutch dill pickle chips. Exactly. So a lot of times I don't buy the snacks that I really love because right. unless like we're going on vacation or whatever it is, because I don't eat them in the house. Like I'm just like everyone else. Like I don't have the willpower when it's sitting in front of me. Exactly. And then mm-hmm. also the more you do it, don't you find the more oh, you, yeah. your taste buds change. So when you yeah. eat healthy, you crave more healthy things. But then also the other side is true. If you did have the cupcake, at a birthday party that wasn't even worth it, then your taste buds will change and you'll crave more sugar. Yep. And people think I'm crazy for saying that, but it's, you're so right. That's how it's I am. so true. The less garbage you eat, the less you will crave it. It does take a while to get there. Yeah. But it, it's honestly a few weeks, you'll be like, okay, wait, I'm not craving my bagel in the morning like I did before. So just 
small changes and it matters because I'll tell you something, if I'm having cakes and pizza and this and that, the next morning I'm feeling it. It's like I have a food hangover. Totally true. I completely agree. And then also it's really simple. Like what you just said, we keep things, we just, Tara and I just hosted a group because we are doing, trying to reduce inflammation in our bodies. So we were like people, our community on social media, they were asking us, what does that mean? What is anti-inflammatory? What are the foods that, so we decided, okay, let's just get a group together so we can teach, not that we're experts, but just, this is the research we've done. And now we're going to share it with you. And basically in that group, what we shared is keep your meal planning simple. So like what, tell me like a simple dinner idea for your family. What would be that? Oh, like 100% like one pan, a sheet pan meal where you put your chicken breast on there. You put your vegetables on there and my boys still like noodles and glue, like potatoes and stuff like that. And I'll have a side for them with that, but I just don't eat it at night. And then we have a salad on the side. So I'm trying to keep it as simple as I can. Mm-hmm. because, and then always making extra. So you could throw it on. I always throw it on like a bed of arugula or mixed greens the next day. And it's a great lunch. It's habit stacking. I'm telling it you guys, everything that we're sharing is saving you time, keeping it simple, probably reducing costs. But although we are telling you to get cleaner food, mm-hmm. which is crazy that these organic, but it's an investment in your longevity. You're either paying for it now with food or you're going to pay for it in medication later. 1000%. So Mm. what, and take what you, whatever we shared today. Okay. We're not saying you have to do any of this, but pick and shoot. I just like to share what we do. Tara likes to share what she does Mm. to serve other people. And you can pick and choose, pick and choose what you want to apply what you want to test out in your life. Cause test some yeah. of these things. See if you're somebody who aren't eating, you're not eating high protein right now, but you might want to try, especially if you're lifting, you're going to want to up your protein. So then I say, test it. Yeah. Right? Do small portions though, because it, if you're having a lot of protein, like for dinner and you're not used to it, you're going to feel, you're going to feel it. It feels heavy sometimes. So I would definitely just do it throughout the day instead of, Oh, I'm just going to double or triple my dinner meat. It's not, you're going to feel that. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I totally agree that I'm glad that you said that. And then another thing I wanted to mention is do you pay attention? I know I hear a lot, like eat your body weight and protein. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you weigh 120 pounds, you eat 120 grams of protein. What, which do you do that? Or so I, I can't, I wish I could, there could be days where I almost hit that. That's my goal is really like, I weigh about 145. My goal is about 120 or so. Sometimes I get to 130. That's ideal. So I'm trying my best. But prior to this, it was like 75. So I'm definitely, I have definitely grown in that area because there was a, a, and if you're sometimes with protein, it's, I would crave vegetables so much that I could do, I could be like, okay, meat, whatever. I don't want it. So you, it's like anything though, you have to start back in your diet and then you will start to crave it more. So that's what I've done because there was a time where I was eating so less, a lot less and 70 is not good. No, especially as you're aging. Yeah. No, no, no. I totally agree with that. I'm glad that you said that because I think 
a lot of people like, oh, they get too obsessed or get too yeah. hard on themselves. Their macros. Yeah. And you guys, and I'm that way. I can get very, and Tara's that way too. I, she's not diagnosed yet, but I guarantee she has ADHD. I'm diagnosing you right here live. But what I'm saying is we can get very hyper-focused on things uh -huh. and we're into something we're like all in. And so when you do get into this and you start researching, if you are lifting now, or if you start lifting, you're going to read out there that you got to do this. And then there's going to be another article that says you should eat no meat. And then there's going to be an art. Just do what you want to do, what you find to be best for you, test it out, and then don't kill yourself or obsess over it. Yeah. It, it's, it's really like throwing out everything you've learned about nutrition and fitness and just saying, okay, what works for my body? Let's just try this next year and try things out. Yeah, I keep agree. Just, just keep everything simple. Mm -hmm. The more you overcomplicate things, it just is going to give you stress and stress. It, it no. doesn't help you gain weight or it doesn't help you lose weight. It actually makes you gain weight yes. and you will get bloated. Stress yes. is like a huge one. So that's another thing. So what do you do mindset wise, I guess is a good question to end here. This will be the last one and we'll wrap it up. But what do you do for your mind and to reduce stress to help with this? Cause that's a huge part of fitness. Yeah. I'll tell you spending time with the Lord in the morning, reading the Bible, the word, knowing the word that's, that helps you because the Lord says, cast your cares upon me. So I think of myself and I've shared this on my social media is every morning, taking the backpack of stress off of my body and letting it go down the river. It's not mine anymore. And I'm not chasing after it. Like I'm letting it go. Like it's the Lord. He died for me. He died for that. He died for it all. So it's do, does it come back? Of course. Like I have to, it's rich. Not, you can know the truth like in here, but you have to retrain your mind because I, you've had maybe 30, 40, 50 years of thinking one way. Mm -hmm. So how do you retrain? You have to retrain your mind of speaking the word over your life all day though. I am listening to either the word sermons, a mindset, personal development book, something that is actually going to help me move forward, help me not take that stress back on. I am not perfect, but I'll tell you the walk in at evening, getting up early and spending time with the Lord and that listening to something on my free time that keeps me. And I'll say this too, listening to some Christmas music in the car helps as well. <laughs> 100%. And Taylor Swift. Okay. No, that's just me. <laughs> that's just me. But literally like mic drop on that last thing that you just said. Wow. I think you guys should all rewind this and listen to that again. And I also think a podcast like this podcast right here, you've listened to it to this point. I guarantee you start making healthier choices because yeah. you filled your mind with this knowledge and it mm -hmm. may have motivated you. It may have gave, given you, even if you had one takeaway, it's giving you a takeaway. Oh, that really, and you're going to probably make better food choices. You're probably going to get your workout in, or maybe you'll start working out even like, I don't even want to say, even if it's just a walk is great. It's yeah. not just a walk. Especially now during the holidays. Uh-huh. Yeah. 100%. This was so good. So good in so many ways. Like we only plan to talk about that one thing. And then we <laughs> talked about everything. That's what we do. <laughs> is there anything final thoughts or anything you want to add? 
No, I feel like we covered it all. It was so much fun. Let's do this again. I know we're going to do this a lot for sure. We're going to have TJ <laughs> in a couple yes. of weeks, her husband, and you're yes. going to love that little OCD nugget. <laughs> He's great. No, but you, I was just sending a voice memo to a girl on social media, telling her to follow you because I'm like, I, I was sharing with her something TJ had said to me in the past that really helped me. And he's, she was like, who's this TJ person? I'm like, just follow his wife. This is- <laughs> yeah. He's on social. And, and I said, you guys are going to be on the podcast. Okay. So if people want to stalk you, tell them how they can do that. How they, can they follow you and all that? Yes. Instagram. <laughs> it's just at Tara Bilek. That's pretty much where I stay. I am on Facebook, but Instagram is where it's at. Yes. Okay. And do you have a website too? I don't. Oh, okay. So just if she has a website by the time this episode soon, soon, tarabilic.com, we're just going to call it that. (laughs) Yes. She'll share it on her Instagram though. So go follow her and stalk her. Like I told my friend in the DMs today, I'm like, stalk her. She's great. So thank you so much, friend. Now we're going to just continue to voice memo all day long. All day long. Because that's what we do. I annoy the crap out of her all day with random spiraling ADHD squirrel brain thoughts. That's yes, mine too. Doing. All right. Thank you, friend. I really appreciate you. Thank you. Love you. Seriously. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of obsessed or not interested podcast. I love connecting with you on social media. So if you guys want, please shoot me a DM at either our podcast Instagram, which is at obsessed or not interested or even my personal Instagram, which is at Mindy Wender. I check them both, so either is fine. Oh, and truly, if this has helped you even 1%, if you could do me huge solid and leave me a rating and review, that would mean the world to me. When you guys do that, here's, here's why I really love it. It's because it helps the podcast be able to reach more women who want and need this. So truly, that is like the best compliment you could ever give me is just leaving ratings and reviews for this podcast. Anything that I talked about in today's episode, any links or resources, you will find that in the show notes. Thank you for listening to today. Can't wait to chat more in the DMs and don't forget to tune in next Tuesday.